If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at cottageblogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This is your host, Heather Bayer, and we are now into March and it's been a little bit cold. We are wonderfully settled in a wonderful campground in Hill Country, Texas. But like most of the US, the last few days, we have experienced really, really cold temperatures, which is is not quite what we came here for. However, as my husband keeps telling me, we don't have to shovel it. There is no shoveling required. And in fact, it looks like the uh, winter may be over now down here. I'm sort of got my fingers crossed. My guest today maybe tells me, may, may tell me that uh, I'm completely wrong and there is a good chance of winter returning. But I, I'm pretty sure that, uh, that we're going to be on the up as far as temperatures are concerned over the next uh, the next few days and weeks until we leave here at the end of uh, end of March, beginning of April, and start heading home. So while we've been sort of cabin bound, RV bound the last few days, I've had a lot of time to look at some of the things that uh, I promised myself I'd spend time over when we were uh, away for the winter. And one of them was to really look at my social media platforms and see which ones I really wanted to concentrate on and those that I'm going to put in abeyance for a little little while and I have got that sorted out now as you know I'm my my favorite platform is Twitter and I'm not going to stay away from Twitter I've I've found that to be hugely valuable in terms of engagement and networking with people and just meeting new people particularly those in the media and the travel media so I, I'm going to be staying on there, but I have decided that Instagram is not for me. I just, it, it's been four years, I think, three, three years, certainly, since I first started looking at Instagram and thinking that that was going to be a, a, a platform to work on. And I've decided now that it's not. And I don't have to be there. And in fact, it was, it was a meeting up with Jodie Bourne uh, at, in, in New Orleans at the vacation Rental Women's Summit that really got me looking again at Pinterest. And Jodie said something that that really resonated with me. And she said, you know, if I had to choose between Instagram and Pinterest for driving people back to, to a website, she said it would be Pinterest every time. I have really taken that to heart and decided to spend more time on my on my Pinterest accounts not only for my personal one, but also for my property management company. So I invited Jody to come on board today and tell us more about Pinterest and why it is so useful as a search engine optimization tool and you know, bringing people back to our websites. Now, Jody has been on the podcast before. She was here a few months ago talking about Instagram and I asked her to come back and do another uh, short interview to uh, to tell us all about Pinterest. And I think you're going to find this conversation really, really interesting. I mean, Jodie's first and foremost a travel marketing expert. She's been in the travel industry for a long time, and now she brings in knowledge of the vacation rental market, and this makes just a priceless com- combination. So I'm ho- so happy to have her back. Uh, she's a teacher, she's a consultant, she's a strategist for vacation rental owners and managers, and she's also a, a web designer. So it's tough to find somebody that is really competent in the social media side of this business. Uh, as well as understanding the business through and through, and uh, you know, I'm I'm so happy that I did find Jody and uh, and look for you know so, so enjoy talking to her. So without further ado, let's move on over to my interview with Jody Bourne. 
Well, I'm delighted to have with me today uh, Jody Bourne. Uh, Jody's been on the show before. We talked a little bit about Instagram before and uh, had the pleasure of catching up with Jody again at the Vacation Rental Women's Summit in New Orleans. I learned how I learned how to pronounce Norlands. Right, I did too. Andre McDonald taught me. <laughs> yes. So, so I think I've got it right now. Um, but we had the pleasure of, of, of spending some time together there. There was at some point, and I don't know when that came about, when we were talking about social media and you talked about Pinterest. And you said it had, you know, if I was going to choose one between Instagram and Pinterest, you suggested that I'd go for Pinterest. So this is something that we're going to explore in this conversation because I'm really interested to, to learn about this because I can't get to grips with Instagram and I love Pinterest. So that's what we're going to do. <laughs> but first of all, I just ask you the question, what the purposes of social media is anyway for vacation rental marketing? What is the point? A lot of us spend a huge amount of time on social media, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest or LinkedIn. And I'm not sure that the results really do the business if that's what we're looking for, if we're just looking for bookings coming directly through social media. So over to you, Jody. Tell us all, why are we using this stuff anyway? There's so many reasons to use social media. I mean, if you're if you have your own website especially, it's just it's crucial for many reasons. One of the main reasons is it builds trust in your brand. If you think about all these crazy stories that we hear about this Airbnb getting rented and then there's nobody there when, you know, it's not even a real location, those kind of things, people are getting wary of that. And so they have, are actually starting to look for more information about the people that they're spending money with, even the people who supposedly have been trusted by, you know, the, the booking sites. So they're, they're researching you they're you know, and the first thing they're going to want to see is a Facebook page that actually has reviews on it. People following the page that you're posting regular content that lets them know, Hey, this is a real person. Um, so that's one big reason. And also just think of just the general hospitality and concierge services that you can provide people who may be interested in your destination. So um, this is especially true with Instagram and Pinterest, where people are searching and finding you from hashtags and keywords. So you're able to really you know, show this beautiful imagery of things to do in your location and you know, swimming pools, beach, beaches, lifestyle photos, all those kinds of things. Plus, you know, there's just so much you can share, even on Facebook, you know, you can share guest reviews, even if they don't make a review on your site, you can show a picture of your guest book, or even just create a little in, image in Canva that shares. And then, you know, some other things that you can use it for is actually direct bookings. And people say that, you know, they don't get any traffic from that, or they don't see that. But it's really in the way that you do it, the strategies that you employ to do it, and, and taking people through those stages of travel marketing, you know, from the dreaming stage to the planning stage to the booking stage. You have to be aware of all those stages in everything that you do, any kind of marketing that you do. And then specifically, it leads back to your website. If you have a website or a blog, then your social media is meant to link back to that so you're increasing traffic, and if you're increasing traffic to your website and you're not getting more bookings, then you need to be looking at your website, so um, not your SEO, not your social media. So those, those are you know, some of the main reasons that I recommend it highly, highly, to at least start out and try something. That, that's why you know, you know, my, my platform of choice is Twitter the reason I've, I've always said, you know, don't just get onto Twitter and just advertise your property and send them to a link to HomeAway or Airbnb. Have a website, have some good content on it, some good blog posts and some good destination stuff, and then talk mm -hmm. about the things that people can do, the experiences they're going to have, and then use Twitter to link that back to the website. It's just my, my little contribution there because I've, I've spent well, it's so true. far too many hours on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter is fun and it's really where I really 
really became prolific with social media marketing was on Twitter mm-hmm. first when it first came out. And it, it's really, really fun, really fun. And you can make so many great connections on Twitter. So it's definitely something to explore. You know, I always tell people they think it's so hard. Just pick one and start mm-hmm. and just learn and take baby steps and grow and see if it's working for you, but give it a good, a really good try. You know, don't just post four or five times and say, well, this doesn't work and move on. <laughs> it really takes a little effort, but a, lo- a little effort does go a long way. Yeah. And uh, you're, you're so right when you say pick one and concentrate on that until you become really, really proficient at it. And I've, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy with Twitter now. Um, that, that, that sort of second nature to me. I'm not that great on Facebook, except I've spent too much time on it, on groups and things, as we all do. And I've been trying for a long time to get to grips with Instagram. And it's just, it's just not me. I know I love Pinterest. I was there um, at the very early stages of Pinterest and really got into it and made dozens of boards. And now I really don't know what to do with it. And, and I think it's changed. And I think the business side of it is different. I just wanted to mention a quote I saw the other day, which was more than two thirds of pinners. So pinners are people who use Pinterest, I guess, say they've discovered a new brand or product on Pinterest and a whopping 93% of them use the network to plan purchases. I mean, this is, this has obviously got to be something that we, we look at and say, wow, just about 80% of our bookers are women. So if, there's a ton of women age 35 to 55 who are on Pinterest. Pinterest seems to be a good place to be. So clarify that one for me. There's so many great stats like you, um, you just mentioned, but even just travel brands, Pinterest puts out a report every year and, and looking at their last year's report this morning, I saw that um, by their latest, their own statistics, there's more than 40 million, I believe it's 40 million people pinning travel ideas from Pinterest. So they are definitely pinning and planning their travel. They're finding new destinations. They are looking at what their friends have pinned from their trip or from their plan to go to, you know, Florida and or wherever. And then they're repinning those things all those pins are linking back to websites. And then also one of the greatest things about Pinterest that I, um, I find and I tell people who are are really starting to get into it is that the people on Pinterest are shopping. They have money. They are shopping. They are product saving and product shopping. You can just look through a a few boards um, and see the types of things that they're pinning and not all. I mean, even by Pinterest statistics, you know, and I don't know how they garner this information, but even by their own statistics, it's definitely even um, more of the social or the, the um, how do you say that, the income potential for these people. So that's definitely um, some great reasons for getting on it. I actually read another quote that said that more people see a travel brand and an accommodations brand on Pinterest than they do on the OTA sites. You know, I was saying that I started a Pinterest um, account years ago, and, and I think it's a business account. I'm not sure. I, and, I, and I think I was doing okay, and, but, but I couldn't figure out how is it that people are finding. It's one thing to create this, all these boards and pin lovely yeah. things to it, but I don't understand the technicalities of it, how traffic comes to it. Can you start us off sort of from the beginning? Somebody who's new to Pinterest, what what should they be doing to start with? So what Pinterest really is, is it's a place where people pin, like think of a a stick pin, a, um, you know, a bulletin board pin. It's a place where they pin images and now even videos that to their own specific boards like you have, and they um, use those and go back to them frequently to, you know, to get ideas for things. And how people find your pins is what's really great about Pinterest. So Pinterest is considered by many as a social media platform. It's really not. It's really an SEO platform like Google, like Yahoo. 
because they people can there's a search bar within Pinterest where you can actually start typing in you know and get search results and that's on the mobile app and the desktop app so that's how people find you you can um, do keyword research um, much like Google keyword research if you're familiar with that but also keyword research specific to Pinterest and you can see not only see new brands and new things to pin but you also are going to have things pop up that your friends have pinned and your, you know, other businesses that you followed have pinned. So, you know, you're, you said you were really familiar with Pinterest. You've probably seen maybe searching for a recipe, how pins are coming up, not only from, you know, blogs about recipes, but just people that you don't even know, you know, they're showing up in your Pinterest because you did a search for, you know, a particular recipe or something. And, and so that's how it works. Pinterest is really working hard and is continuing to um, do things to help brands become shown in the newsfeed and to, to um, you know, if you're doing your keyword research, which isn't difficult, um, then you can definitely get, get your business seen. Just going back to um, to my Pinterest account, and I will put a, a link to that on the uh, on the show notes, um, so that you can anybody who wants can go and have have a look at it. It's not it's not the best. There's so much I can do with it. It actually is a business account, so that's going to be one question: Why set up a business account? The other thing I wanted to ask is is about you know how do you start? How many boards do you start with? How many pins should be on each board? Some tips and suggestions on on making this work for you. I'm also going to put a link to um, Nancy McAleer's Anna Maria Island Pinterest. She does such a good job marketing. (laughs) She does a fabulous job, speaks for itself. So I'll put a link to Nancy's as well. I had a few questions from people when I said I was going to do this interview with you, Jody, and people were saying, okay, so I know nothing about Pinterest. What they just haven't got a clue where to start. And it can be, can be a bit complicated to start with. Yes, it can be, especially if you've never used it even for personal reasons. So um, if you have used it for personal reasons, I suggest you keep your personal account and then turn it into a business account. Um, and you can, you know, do a Google search on how to do that. Pinterest has some videos to show you how. Um, the reason you want a, a business account is they, of course, are courting brands. And so they are providing ways that brands can get more engagement, um, not only through promoted posts, which are, are um, you know, an option to do kind of like Facebook ads, except much, much, much cheaper. But um, also because you get those insights, you can really see how your boards are performing, which I know is kind of later on, but it is something you want to start with as early as you can, you know, so you have those insights from, you know, as far back as you can go. So those are, you know, the reasons you really want to set up that. And then also the profile, you get a little more space in your profile um, to, to show off your brand. It links directly with your website. You set up a website link so that um, your website shows up on all of the pins that you're promoting. Even if you don't put the exact link, your website will show up there. So that's a great reason for that. To start with, like I said, you wanna do a little bit of keyword research within the, the, the app itself, within the Pinterest itself, but you create your profile and you talk about your business, but you also talk about what you are offering them, you know, tips and ideas and family and vacation planning things in particular areas. And then you want to create boards for specific things. So, you know, you're going to have a board specific to vacation ideas in, say, you know, if you're in a large city, you may want to have a board specific to um, one water park or one, uh, you know, family-friendly things to do. And you may want to have, if you have a dog-friendly property, you may want to have a board specific to things to do with dogs. But you also want to have a board that highlights your vacation rental, you know, shows some of those um, really great lifestyle photos. Maybe, you know, somebody's feet up on a porch swing or, um, you know, even just a romantic scene of a, a really nicely made bed with a fresh bouquet of flowers, um, you know, those things really 
are shareable pins. And as you get an idea, as you start looking at Pinterest and looking at what other people are pinning and doing, you're going to get really, you know, some really good ideas on, oh, wait, you know, cabins in the woods seems to be a really big thing. I need to start posting more pictures of my cabin with the sunset behind it and those kinds of things. So, so that's where I would start. Now, one caveat to that is this isn't the place where you're going to want to post a picture of your bathroom. You know, this isn't where you're showing off every single thing about your rental. This is where you're inspiring people to want to come to your destination and to your vacation rental. So, so I, I then, like uh, that. I like that word inspiring. Uh, and I think if we keep that in mind, you know, your, your business in doing this is to inspire people to want to come to the location, as you say, not to not to sit in your bathtub or step in the shower. <laughs> right. And those are important things, but that's why you lead them back to your website so they can see, you know, yeah, the bathroom has a tub, <laughs> those yeah. kinds of things. And inspiration, actually, that brings me to another point about some of your boards. You can have a board that is completely set up for photos that are not photos, but I know you've seen them, the little inspirational quotes mm -hmm. and things about travel and vacation and relaxing and all those things. And you link that back to your website. Even if that photo is not on your website, people will see that, share that. Those are very shareable images. And then when they do click on the website link, it takes them back to you. So those are, you know, inspirational quotes are huge on Pinterest. And what about, what about recipes? I know I, I have, because it doesn't matter where you are, you know, you've got local cuisine of some sort. I mean, even in Canada, we do actually have some yes. sort of local cuisine. <laughs> Usually involves maple syrup and um, poutine. So I have a board on my Pinterest page called Cottage Cooking and Beverages. Uh -huh. And I have a description. It says, when you're at the cottage, you want to spend as little time cooking as possible, but still want it tasting great. Here are some delicious, quick and simple recipes. And those seem to get, you know, some really good traction. And it's, it's all sorts of things from s'mores, you know, the, the marshmallows over the fire, mm -hmm. over the campfire. Is that the type of, because really you've got, um, the opportunities are endless, aren't they? To, to pin things to, on, onto that board. Yes, the opportunities are, are endless. And so one thing you need to pay attention to is with, with Pinterest, you're creating content and you're also curating content. And curating means you're bringing in content from others. So you may be reposting someone or repinning someone's pin about great s'mores recipes, and that still links to their website. It still links to their boards, which is fine because you're, you know, it's all, you know, often about sharing with each other. But then you also may want to have um, a photo of, say, you know, you in Canva, which is a good, great place to create images. You may want to create an, a, an image or an infographic of your own favorite s'mores recipes. Maybe, you know, you use particular candy bars or whatever. And then again, make sure that that links back to your own pet, your own website, maybe create a blog post about great s'mores recipes with photos of your vacation rental and people on a campfire creating a s'more. And then here they have those recipes for these great s'mores. It all, see how it all kind of ties mm. in together. And again, that's hospitality. You know, it would be especially hospitality if you happen to say, hey, come to our rental. We have all the ingredients for s'mores in the freezer ready for you. No need to even go by the grocery store for your first night here. It's, it's coming to me now because I think when I started pinning to my boards, it was just, you know, every time I saw a nice picture, I would just pin it. And of course, now realizing that that that's really not huge benefit. It's some benefit, but not because it, there's content there, but not that benefit to me yes. of having them go back to my website. They're going to go somewhere else. That, that's right. There's a balance between, like I said, curating your own content and using other people's content to, you know, you want to fill out your boards with great content mm -hmm. and you want people to come to your main page and say, oh, I'm going to follow this because it's all about things to do and, and all these great things in Ontario or wherever your location is. But you also want to be able to direct them to your website. So another really cool thing you can do on Pinterest is you can research what people have already pinned from your website. 
And um, I can give you um, some information on how to do that so that you can share that with your listeners. Sure, sure. But, um, so you can see what people have already pinned, which will tell you, hey, this is content that's already shareable. And you can research your competitors. So you can see what they're, what they're pinning from your competitors and, and see how you may be able to use that information. Oh, wow. How do you do that? <laughs> There's a particular link that Pinterest gives you. It's a search link, and then you just type in their URL or your URL. And so it's, um, I believe it's Pinterest.com backslash search backslash www.yoururl, or not the www, but, you know, like yeah. jodyborn.com. And then it brings it all in. So, um, and I wish I had written down the exact URL to use, but I can okay, send it well, to you. Okay, well, I'll get that from you and I'll put that in the show notes. Okay. One of the things that I um, help people with is researching their competition. Um, and that was one of the things I first started getting doing when I was started marketing for people of all businesses is research competition. And I was researching their Pinterest accounts and, and finding what people, you know, so even if you're not, and you don't have to even have a Pinterest account to do this. And, you mm -hmm. know, this is just, things you can do without even having an account but let me go back to basics a minute because I'm while I'm talking to you I'm actually looking at my, my my Pinterest page and now I'm going to spend so much more time on it what about the Pinterest cover the background to it I mean that really is the basics do you is that because I think what I've got on mine is is I have this this tiny little image that I created about five years ago I think and then there is there is a sort of um, um, a collage of photos that I guess Pinterest put together. Yes. They curate your background of all of your pins, but right. you can go in when you have a business account, you can actually go in and set those. So you could set your background to just one specific board and that could, could fill in your entire cover area that, that they give you. Okay. So, so it's not like Facebook where you could perhaps go to fiverr.com and get a, um, a back, you know, the Facebook background done for you or Twitter. Um, this is something that Pinterest No, I believe you can still do that. You can, yeah. um, gosh, at least it's, it's been a couple of months and they've done quite a few changes in the last few months, but I believe you can still create your own image to use as your background. Okay. Um, I really suggest that people get used to an image creation tool like Canva um, because you can't go to, you cannot go to Fiverr every time you need an image for your Pinterest page. Yeah. So, you know, it's important to, and Canva, if you, have you heard of Canva? Yes, I've, I've used Canva. I also use Get Stencil, which is, yes. is very similar. Um, both of yes. them, both of them free to use. So yes. yeah, just choose, just choose one of these uh, platforms and, uh, and, and just go play with it. It's, it's super fun. Yes, it is. It is super fun and, and inexpensive. So, you know, like you said, free, um, they did both have paid plans where you can put in your own branding and things, but for sure. So yeah, the, um, and the cover photos, you know, you have to understand just like with Facebook, they're not seen often, but they are seen. So, you know, it's a good idea to make it, make sure it's spruced up and your profile too. You know, I, I see a lot of business accounts who don't even have their profile or who may say, you know, I'm a shop or I sell dresses or I'm a vacation rental without really putting some thought into how they want to present themselves to their audience. Well, what's the best way to do that? What is the best way to present yourself to an audience? I believe that the sale should come at the end. So for example, you would say, um, follow me for tips on um, planning your next trip to, um, and not only mention your city, but maybe region, state, um, whatever. So um, I have a client in 30A, so I'll keep going back to that on 30A in Florida, but you know, follow me for some great tips and ideas on things to do in on 30A near Destin in the pan, Florida Panhandle. All those words are keywords, just like they are with Google. And they show up in, when they show up in your profile description. And then at the end, say, um, and, um, be sure and check out my board on our vacation rentals right here on the beach in, you know, beautiful Destin, Florida. Giving them something and then also doing a small ask, you know, so yeah. it's not, hey, rent from me. 
Yeah, mine, mine says for my property management company, it says passionate about cottage rental in Ontario. Cottages in Muskoka, Kawarthas, Halliburton and Bruce Peninsula matching vacationers to beautiful waterfront vacations. So how perfect is that? Is that good? You're, yeah, that's great. You're, I mean, even though you did the, the description of exactly who you are first, it's still good because you're giving them something. They are reading that and saying, oh, this would be something I would want to follow and hear more about. So yeah, that's, that's excellent. And in fact, anybody that wants to model you should go, go to your, <laughs> go, go and, and you get a lot more room in Pinterest for your description than you do Instagram and Twitter. Yes. So that's, that's also a good thing. Okay. And then again, taking that to each board, you have a room in your board descriptions to provide information about that board. So your board about recipes may be what, like what you said. And then you can also add some other things like um, check out the s'mores recipe on the board, um, on this board or, you know, all sorts of things, or be sure and um, look at other recipes or some of our favorite restaurants as well. And these little descriptions, because I'm looking through some of mine, I mean, I've got descriptions on a couple of the boards, but not on most of them. So you'd recommend using that, that little bit of real estate to, uh, to, to put some um, keywords in? Yep. To put what I call naturally flowing keywords, which um, is just like with SEO on your, on your website. It means, you know, you write sentences with those keywords in them so yeah. that it feels like a natural conversation. If you think about the power of another SEO tool, another really great benefit for, for travel brands and vacation rental marketers is there's not a lot of vacation rentals on Pinterest yet. So Airbnb, of course, is there, some of those big things, but they're not advertising as much. You know how when you type in a Google keyword in the Google search console or the Google search area and Airbnb and TripAdvisor, those are the, you know, the top things listed. So your opportunity to show up is less. However, with Pinterest, Pinterest actually kind of aggregates content, not only based on you know, the keywords, but also in the, the shares and the, and all of that. So you have an opportunity to rank higher than Airbnb. They can do promoted posts, but they're not doing them as much on as they are on um, Google. So some, some really good opportunities right now for getting in on it. Yeah. And uh, as, as I mentioned before, to, to check out um, Nancy's boards, Nancy McAleer's, it's a, uh, pinterest.com forward slash ami home rental ami yes. as in amory island ami home rental tell, tell me about the monthly viewers i mean she, she has it says 88.1 thousand monthly viewers does that mean anything that's how many people are seeing pins and and you know that doesn't mean they're all coming to her profile but it means right. throughout all of her boards and all of her content that's how many people see something of hers. Yeah. And what about, what about the, it says 4,000 follow. Does that, is does that, that means actually follow. That means somebody actually clicked on one of her boards or one or her profile that, and followed that particular thing. So that's, a, it's an important number. It doesn't mean if, you know, if you don't have followers, it doesn't mean you're not getting pinned and yeah. repinned, but it is good to, sh it, that really shows some of your engagement. It, it really is such an attractive, um, a, 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 attractive Pinterest page. This one, um, yes, it, it just so pretty to look at. I, lo I looked at it and I thought I need to go to Anna Maria Island. Haven't done this before, and I, it, it's in, you know, we come back to this 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 word, inspiring. She has ninety three boards and five thousand three hundred and thirty nine pins. Is this something yes. to aim for? <laughs> But she, you know, what she does is she's probably, you know, I don't, I don't know her age or anything about her really, but you know, she may be sitting in line waiting for her kids to get out of school and spend some time pinning things to her boards. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's, it's, it's not about sitting down for four hours every day and, you know, doing this. It's really just kind of, as you know, from having a personal Pinterest it can be really a fun and relaxing thing to do. Just, you know, sitting in the evening at night and watching TV or, you know, yeah. like I said, waiting on something, waiting in line somewhere. I, I Pinterest on my personal Pinterest all the time 
And then I also have some uh, tourism specific Pinterest accounts that I pin to all the time. So yeah, and I'm I'm look, um, just looking through some of her boards. You know, one and she she has a few which are Cyrenia Beach House, Cyrenia by the Sea. So at the top she has those are her properties, and she's got images of her properties. But then mm -hmm. we come down a little further. Um, she has shopping on Anna Maria Island. Um, uh -huh. Uh, events and festivals these are all different boards and then general vacation uh, vacation tips and travel ideas and so that's one one of the things I tell people all the time is think of your brand as a travel magazine mm -hmm. so you know whatever your favorite travel magazine is so I think you told me one time there was a lot of travel articles in AARP maybe it was somebody else that told me that or <laughs> no I believe it was you that said the Southwest or one of the um, flight magazines in flight magazines yes yeah. um, so, um, you know, I'm from Texas and in the South, we have Southern Living Magazine and Texas Monthly Magazine. Almost half the magazine is devoted to travel, mm -hmm. tourism, things like that. So think of your Pinterest board as your travel magazine that you get to, to fill out all on your own and all the advertisements in that magazine are about you. So that's, um, you know, that's a great way, you know, you're going to show articles on things to do, articles on, you know, this and that, best restaurants, all these things, while at the same time, there's content promoting your own set, your own business. Yeah, I, I love this. And, and the, 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 so going back on something we, we mentioned a bit earlier on, and that, that she has um, a board called Beach, Women's Beachwear, with 520 <laughs> pins and two, over 2,000 followers. Now, th th this is all, you know, you could pin this from anywhere. It, whether it's hats or jewelry or right. shorts and things. So what benefit is that to her general brand? For one thing, I would not spend, I, I, I do suggest doing that. That's a great idea. The reason is, is because think of the people who are shopping for swimwear and they see a couple of her posts about swimwear or pins and they follow those pins. They're gonna be more likely to see other pins of hers in their search for other things. So there's one, that's one reason. Also, it's just as easy to, to like a pin or to save a pin as it is to like a board and to mm -hmm. like a profile. So all those people who are, and not all of them, but a lot of those people who follow that board of hers, they probably follow another one of her boards. So are all those boards specific to her vacation rental? No. Another strategy to use would be to go through and actually pin some of her own content. Like mm -hmm. I said, maybe, now that board wouldn't be a great example unless maybe there is shops on Anna Maria Island that specialize in swimwear. I'm sure there are. So maybe what she should do is within that board, create a blog post on her own site, the five, you know, fun shops to visit if you're yeah. looking for beachwear and then put that on her site and then some of these boards are going to pin and go straight back to her website to that blog post yeah because we should we should not be losing sight of the goal here which is right is getting the traffic to go back to the website it's it's not just exactly. a load of a load of fun pinning it's it's always keeping that goal in mind Right. It's always keeping the goal in mind while also realizing that sometimes there's a long way around. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's not going to be a lot of instant ROI on any social media platform, but you are going to get, I mean, I, if you look at your Google analytics and look at your traffic from, you know, your different acquisition sources, you will probably see that you already have Pinterest traffic to your site because someone else has pinned something from your website. Yeah. So um, just increase that and increase that, but, you know, and it's, it's just going to help. So it underlies the importance of having some really good content on the website because it's, you, you've got to have things for people to go back to the website. Yes, to see. that's definitely true. And, you know, even um, one of the things um, that I've been bringing up lately to people is you don't have to have a full on website with a booking website to make benefit of Pinterest and Instagram. You can have a landing page site mm -hmm. that, you know, let's say you still have your property listed on Airbnb and that's, um, you know, your primary source of bookings. 
you can create a landing page site on you know any of those Wix or any of those things and just have um, highlight some of that content and then send have a direct link to your booking page so um, you know I obviously because I create websites I think that having your website is the is the crucial next step to your business but I don't want anybody to think well I don't have a website I can't do this because yeah. that's that's not true. okay great great point a couple of things I just want to, to cover off because I know you know tight times moving on here <laughs> um, just a bit of um, Pinterest terminology. Well, we've, we've talked about pins and boards. You briefly mentioned promoted pins. So can you, uh, can you just elaborate on what a promoted pin is? And also I saw the other day something about rich pins and I didn't quite understand what that was. So promoted pins are, it's, it's just like a boosted post in Facebook or, or Instagram. You can choose an audience based on their interests, um, based on their demographics, all of those things. Um, one of the great things about Pinterest is that it is not, as of yet, it is not publicly owned. So they haven't really fallen into this um, gotta make money, gotta make money, charge more for ads type mentality. So there's still an opportunity to buy, um, get 25 cent leads from, okay. from your Pinterest promotion. So that's really good. Um, another good thing is Pinterest is made to send people back to websites. So those promoted posts, it's in Facebook, even when you do an ad or a promoted post, it costs more through Facebook to get people to go to your website. They don't want people to go to your website. They want people to stay on Facebook. But Pinterest, that's what they want. They want people to go to your website. So, so therefore, you know, it's cheaper um, to get people to go back to your website. So now they have video pins, which are really neat. I've heard, I haven't tried it yet, but I've heard much more expensive to uh, promote. So, um, you know, it, it may cost as much as five or $6 a click, which is really not gonna work <laughs> for most people, but that'll probably even out soon. And then rich pins. So rich pins are really complicated. No. <laughs> um, it's, it's some coding that has to be put on your website that lets Pinterest know that you, um, that, so specifically I would say most people that use it are products, like someone with an e-commerce site or with a, um, like you said, a food blog or something like that. And so what it's doing is it's giving this kind of code back to Pinterest that this is a recipe. So that then okay. Pinterest, do you know, have you seen, you, you've probably seen the, um, the pins that have a recipe and you can kind of click on it a little bit and you can see the ingredients list mm -hmm. right there. So that's a rich pin. Okay. So, um, and then the same with the shopping, you can tell Pinterest, this is a product I sell and then people can hover over that product and see that it's, um, you know, out of stock, for example, or how much the cost is. But for vacation rentals right now, there's not a lot of reason to start with that. Okay. And one last question, how important is engagement on Pinterest? Because uh, I know, you know with, with Facebook and, and um, Instagram, it just seems that engagement with other people, and certainly on Twitter, is, is, is very, very important. How, how does that map out to Pinterest? Engagement with Pinterest is not nearly as important. There are ways to engage with Pinterest. Um, I would specifically reach out to pinners in your location that may be like shops and things like that to mm -hmm. see if they have Pinterest boards so that you can follow each other. Um, there's what's called group boards where you can actually join a group. I'm in several groups of um, tourism boards um, for your state, for your region, for your city. Um, other types of boards um, that you could, even there's probably boards that are vacation rental board specific where people can share. Um, and there's another thing that's called Tribes. And Tribes comes with an app that you can get called Tailwind that helps you find specific interest tribes. And what a tribe will do is you can reach out to them and say, hey, I just created a new board. There's 30 pins on there please go through and, you know, pin some of these, pin some of my pins, share some of these. It's a really community type thing. And those boards, those group boards in the Tailwind Tribes are made to do that. So you're not spamming people with your content. Um, overall engagement is important, but again, what you want to do is kind of 
cross, you know, if, if say for example, if somebody repins your pin, you don't need to go through and thank every person that repins your pin or comment on everyone. So like with Facebook and Instagram, if somebody, you know, comments to you, it's very important to keep a conversation. With Pinterest, it's not that important to do. It is important to engage when you can, and by that I mean go to other people and follow them, pin them, that kind of thing. But you're probably already doing that anyway. Mm -hmm. if, you know, if you see a restaurant that posts beautiful photos of their menu, then you should be liking those photos and repinning those photos to one of your boards about restaurants in you know your yeah. area. So it's pretty. Um, it's pretty easy to do in Pinterest, actually. Um, one thing I did want to note about Pinterest that we wasn't brought up, and it kind of ties into engagement, is what's called the life cycle of the pin. So in Facebook, you know, we have this wall, and everything that we post on our wall just keeps going down and down and down, and then eventually nobody is going to go through and find content from the wall from, you know, a year ago. But with Pinterest, because of the way it works with these, the repins and the shares and the comments, those, those pins, your pins actually come back up. So you can see um, traffic coming to your site from pins. There's ways to track it specifically to certain pins, but you can see traffic coming to your site from 18 months, two years ago, that kind of thing. So um, the lifespan, the life cycle of a pin is, I believe it's threefold, maybe ten, maybe thirtyfold. I think it's thirty times, thirty times that of a Facebook post. It's a very interesting. I can see the smile on your face. You canceled <laughs> all your plans today, and you're going to be pinning to. <laughs> no, I think I'm. I'm thinking more about well, I've got to get back onto my website and start creating some content on my yeah. website that then I can drive the traffic back to. And I think it's like with anything, it's, there's nothing, it's not easy. I mean, it's easy to, to, to pin all this, this, this pretty stuff, but you, you need to get the goal in place and, and get all the other things in place like content to be able to drive the traffic to something that's useful and valuable to that person who's going to go there. It's sort of a mo it's more of a motivation to me to get back to my team and say, come on team, let's really build up the content on the website and then we can work yeah. on how to drive traffic to it. Right. But in the meantime, you can still be building your Pinterest. Mm -hmm. You can, you can still be doing that because you're going to be getting some engagement and you're telling Pinterest that you're active. So yeah. then when you do have the content ready to promote you're you know, it's not like you've had a dead account for a year. Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah. it's, and you've, and you've learned some skills in the meantime. So yeah, absolutely. Um, Jody, as, as ever, time is sort of run, run out. I want to give you a little bit of an opportunity to tell everybody what you do. Um, you know, I mean, you, you're, you're, it's pretty self-explanatory that you know your stuff, <laughs> but how can, how can people get in touch with you if they want to find out more about not just only Pinterest, but other um, social media topics that you cover? So I have a website, jodyborn.com, B-O-U-R-N-E. And you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram um, and Pinterest. <laughs> but um, I, um, I do website design for vacation rental marketers. And then I teach and consult and strategize um, a lot. So that's um, really my passion is working with um, some smaller individual property owners um, and small property management companies and really helping them put a strategy in place. Um, and so I have um, a few blog posts and some downloads, some free downloads that they can get on Instagram and, um, and SEO and Pinterest and all the things. I've been marketing for years and years and um, really have fallen in love with the travel stuff um, over the last four or five years. So love it. I will make sure I put links to all those things on the show notes. So people can reach directly out to you if they want a consultation or, or, or want to start working with you or download any of your stuff. And we're going to be talking more about how to, how to you know, about creating perhaps a little bit more on Pinterest to, uh, to help people out so they can, can do perhaps a short course on it. And that's something that will be coming up um, over the next couple of months. So watch out for that. So Jody, thank you so much for, for joining me. Um, it's always an absolute 
pleasure to talk to you. You're such fun. And, <laughs> and I'll, I'll look forward to catching up with you very soon. Well, thank you. I've, as usual, enjoyed talking to you and visiting and, and teaching. I love to teach, so I'm glad you got some, some use out of it. Well, thank you so much to Jody for joining me and sharing her very great knowledge of Pinterest. Now, as you can tell, I'm super excited to get back onto my Pinterest boards and start working on them. And also to go back to uh, our property management website and to create some more content so that we have some really valuable information for people go to go back to once they've seen us uh, on Pinterest. I still have a lot to learn and I'm going to be working with Jodie over the next month or so to build my knowledge of Pinterest and understand more how people find us, why they pin what they pin and what impact it has. But it certainly seems that it's it's the type of platform if you don't have a huge amount of time to engage with people because I know with Twitter you you do have to get into that engagement and certainly with Facebook and LinkedIn you know it's still it, it seems more important to engage than it is on Pinterest so not that I'm trying not to engage with people but I simply want a platform where I can just maybe as she said sit at night in front of TV laptop on lap and 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 just do some pinning and uh, that's what I'm going to be be doing so watch this space I'll keep you informed of how we go Okay, so that's uh, that's it for another week. I really hope you've enjoyed that. Don't forget to go to the show notes at vacationrentalformula.com forward slash VRS275 to check out the links that I've put there. And uh, Jody, in fact, mentioned a link to a Pinterest research tool that you can use to find out your you know who who your what what your competition is doing and what people are pinning from your competition so that gives you a really good idea of what you should be doing as well so head on over to the show notes if you've got any questions for Jody please put them in the comments she'll go along and answer them or you can connect with Jody directly and and certainly if you're if you're looking for some social media consultation if you're looking to have a website developed then definitely consider Jodie for, uh, for for those purposes she is very very good at what she does I've heard some um, some I've, well, I've heard nothing but great feedback about uh, her services so definitely give her give her a, a look go and have a look at her website and connect with her if there's something that you want doing Okay, once again, thank you so much for listening. I hope next week when I come to talk to you again that we have some really super good weather here and uh, finally seeing some spring right across the country. You know, I hope you're getting the spring that I think we all deserve now after this long winter. So I look forward to talking to you again next week. And for now, thank you so much for listening. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over, but don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business.